Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. We're coming up on the last 90 days of 2021. How crazy is that? And you know what's so cool? In 90 days, like 90 days of focus could set you apart for year or years to come. That's why Sandy and I created the 90 Day Habits Journal, which we've talked about on the podcast before. But specifically for all our network marketing friends and listeners, not only do we have a 90 Day Habits Journal to help you track and grow daily income producing activities, we now have a 90 Day Planner to help you map out your quarter, map out the last 90 days of the year, check in on weekly business plans, monthly overviews, setting goals, visualizing, and really putting forth a game plan. So the 90 Day Habits Planner, we just launched a special edition spiral bound hardcover 90 Day Habits Journal as well. You can get the bundle on sale right now for $49.99. Best ROI in the game, right? For $50, you can grow your business daily. I promise you, if you lean into these tools and resources, where you can be 90 days from now will be extraordinary. Check it out at 90dayhabits.co. That's .co. And use code GETTINGMAGNETIC15 for 15% off. All right, I'm fired up today for today's conversation. That's what it's going to be. This isn't as much, maybe a little bit of an interview, but kind of just a conversation. And our guest is, you know, I'm going to go through his stats, hailing from Riverside, California at, I'm going to guess, 61207, I'm going to go with Adam Kaka Cowboy Kakuska. Say what up to Getting Magnetic, Adam. What's going on, Wade? Thanks for having me on. Did I get it right at like 61207? Was I close? uh i've i've been there <laughs> i've been there oh, okay right now i'm like 212 <laughs> okay okay we're close enough anyways yeah. i'm excited to chat if for those of you guys that don't know probably most people listening actually um a lot of you guys know that i did an iron man uh, a couple months ago in august and adam was the one who originally inspired me to do it and we'll kind of talk more about that but Adam is has completed now. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure three full distance Ironmans. Recently, just did a half distance Ironman. We did our Ironman together with our other buddy Sean, and some of our our dads popped in and did some or most of it with us, which was an incredible experience. We're going to talk about, but the bulk of today's episode, Adam is just a super relatable guy. Like when I first met him to who he is today, is like whoa. And it goes to show like anyone can do that at any given point. It's just about making a decision. But we're also going to get into like the mentality of an Iron Man, what an Iron Man's all about and why it stands for why it like is so much more than just an awesome physical feat. Adam is now sitting here today with me, three time Iron Man. Congrats on that. And but when I first met him, let's go into that story. I met his wife first, Kaylin. And I met Adam and he was working. He'll tell you more about that. But he was working like late shifts, hard, you know, labor type work, welding on trucks, different things. 
and kind of like a man's man, right? And was like eating probably the opposite of what I eat. He was eating fast food and he's like, no, I don't work out. I don't go for runs or anything. That's That was just like probably two and a half years ago. And now he just inspired me to do an Ironman and we did it right alongside each other. And it's just an incredible story. So Adam, was I right? You've done three full length ones, right? Three in a year. <laughs> three and in I a did, year. And, and I just did uh, a half. So three and a half Ironmans in one calendar year. That is unbelievable. And all right, first, actually, we, yeah. Where, where'd you get inspired there to do that? Like, actually, you know what? That's not the right place to start. Let's start at like when we first met, where you were at then, and let's go through like the journey of like how you got to three and a half Ironmans in a year. Yeah. When we first met Wade, that was in re- in relation to life. That's a short time ago for the amount of change that I've gone through. Um, mm-hmm. so my wife started doing a healthy living 30-day healthy living program. And uh, she brought it home and she's like, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to lose some weight. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we've all been here before. Uh, Okay, go, cool. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, you're going to do it too. And I'm like, I am. And uh, from there, it is the beginning of my story on my health journey. Uh, So she brings this program home. We do it. I lose some weight. She starts doing the business side of this program. I'm able to step away from my job. And I've always wanted to do this program called 75 Hard. And I start doing this program. And uh, in that program, you have to do a couple workouts. If you want to know more about the program, Google it. It's, you'll find it. Uh, yeah, that's an epic one. Adam also inspired me to do that, 75 Hard. <laughs> you have to, in the program, you have to read 10 pages a day. And one of the books I read was Redefine Impossible by James Lawrence, which is also known as the Iron Cowboy. He did 50 consecutive Ironmans in 50 days in 50 different states. And then he recently... Unbelievable. Isn't there a a documentary on that? There is. It's on Netflix also. It's called Redefine Impossible. Um, So that, that was the... That was the what sparked my interest into getting it. I started doing this program. I started reading. I never read before. During all this, I probably weighed 270 to start. Eating bad. Get paint people the picture. Okay, you're 270. Yes, yeah. You eating, I know you were you were eating McDonald's and stuff. Like get, oh, yeah. give people like the raw where you started from. <laughs> so 270 just I'm knowing that I need to do better for myself, but I'm stuck in this job, long hours, just getting fast food three times a day, more than likely, uh, twice for sure. Maybe come home and eat a good dinner with Kaylin, what we thought was good. (laughs) Working long hours, uh, then I'm able to get out of that. So I start reading this, I start doing 75 hard, and then I start reading this book, and it's about this guy that completed 50 Ironmans in a row, consecutive days in 50 different states. And I'm like, wow, this guy can do that. That is do, so I can do insane. One. <laughs> right. Wait, all right. Actually, pause there. Let's break down what is an Ironman for people Iron that Man. don't know. So Ironman is actually a brand. An Iron Distance Triathlon is a two points or 2.4 mile swim 
a 112 mile bike ride, and then you run a marathon. So it's uh, it's a long day is what it is. <laughs> it's so this the place, ultimate like endurance event, right? It's yeah, like and, crazy. I remember when Adam was like, yo, I'm gonna do this and we'll get there. I was like, the heck you're nuts like that's an, a run, do all that and then run an iron man so this guy james lawrence was like i'm gonna do 50 in 50 days so one a day in 50 states think about start he started in like hawaii and then he had to it, this this event like world records are like you know eight hours or so but most people do it in like 12 to 15 hours and especially if you're doing 50 in a row, you're going to probably do it in that 12 to 15 hour range. And then you literally hop on a flight and have to fly to Alaska to go do one. And then you hop on a flight and go to Washington. And then they like toured and drove the rest of it, which is is just absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I can't remember. He either started in Alaska or Hawaii, one of the two, but he got his flying out of there first. So uh, I read the book. I said, okay, he can do 50 in a row. I can at least do one. So immediately I go and buy a bike. I start riding my bike. I, I'm riding my bike and I'm like, man, I don't feel comfortable. So I, I look into getting uh, fitted on my bike. I show up to this bike fit and I tell the guy what I'm looking to do. And he goes, hey, I do Ironman coaching. And I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. I need help. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm going to do one. So I signed up to do one November. It, I signed up to do one in November of 20 and COVID, everything happened. That didn't happen. So at the end of October in 20 is I woke up and I did my first one kind of from the hip. I wasn't sure if I was doing it. Uh, I wasn't really ready. I mean, I was almost, I was at the point in my training where it was, where I was good to go. What I thought was good to go. So yeah, I did the first one October 28th of 20 and uh that dude that is nuts. Wait, I want to pause there because there's so many nuggets in your story that are gold. <laughs> first going back to like you know Adam saying like where where he started to just deciding I'm going to do an Ironman was like mind blowing to me. I was like, "Damn, get it, Adam. I'm not doing that, but good luck to you." And then also what he said like he just made a decision cuz proximity I think is huge a lot of the times where he was like, James Lawrence, this guy did 50. Well, James Lawrence just blew the glass lid off of what everyone believed was possible. So it made people like Adam and probably a lot of people in the world like, shoot, if he can do 50 like that, I could do one. Like, why can't I do one? So that proximity is huge. When we see people close to us or that we know or know of do something, all of a sudden it's like, shoot, I believe I can do it. And then I love what Adam said too. He just declared he was doing it. And went to the bike shop to get a fix. And like when you make a public declaration or you just talk about it or you say what you're going to do, resources come to you. Like they they attract you like magnets, right? You get magnetic towards the resources you need. So all of a sudden you're in this bike shop and you find this Ironman coach who became your coach, right? Yeah, yeah. There's two things you said there that, that are gold is one, I made a decision and it, it started back, my wife made the decision for me initially to, to change my health. But one, I made a decision. I'm going to do this 75 hard program. I'm going to do an Ironman. And the second thing I did is acted on it. And those are basically the only two things that you need to do is you need to make a decision and you need to do it. And 
it sounds simple, but going through it all is a task. <laughs> Dude, you're so right. That That is it. A decision and then action. And I love that you said too, you're like, I decided and then I just got on my bike and I started biking. I just, what's the next best step? And it's so true. It, it, but a lot of times acting on it is the hard part. And that's where we get caught up. Like we have this idea, but it doesn't get acted on. Yours was an idea that was, you know, someone else inspired you, but an idea turned into a decision and a declaration, even if you just declare it to yourself, your wife or your people close to you. And then it just turned into action. You started doing it. And then the crazy part was the first one you did, it was amidst, you know, pandemic, everything. There's no sanctioned events. And when I heard that you didn't even know if you set out to actually do it that day, but you just ended up doing it, like talk, walk me through that. How does that happen? Okay. So that morning, actually the, the day before that, uh, I did the full swim distance and I felt great. And I'm like, man, I can, I could do that again tomorrow. So I went to bed like, you know what, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do the full swim again. And I woke up early. At that point, I was still training. I was getting up at like five, 4.35 and I woke up. I was in the pool like at 5.30, I believe. And while I'm swimming, I'm like, man, I feel really good. And I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to get on the bike and I'm going to go out for 112. We'll see how it goes. Damn. Yeah. And I when I'm taking my time. This isn't this isn't a race because it's me by myself. It's me versus me. <laughs> so and I, I'm on the bike. I get halfway through and I'm like, man, this is no problem. I get to mile, I get to mile like 85 and I hit a wall. Like the winds in my face. I'm yelling the F word at the top of my lungs. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm already this far in it. I have to finish. So I get done with the bike. I get in the house and I sit down on the on my sofa and my wife goes, so when are you doing the run? And I'm like, I'm not doing it. She goes, you already did two of the three things. You have to do it. So I took my time. I got ready and I started running. And uh, my brother-in-law heard that I was doing it. And he was there for the last seven miles of it. And they were rough. I I was starting to get delirious and couldn't do math. And it was it was it was a it was an experience. But I'm glad I just went out and did it. And and then I I that night I said I'm never doing one of these again. And <laughs> two, <laughs> two or three days later, people are asking me about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'll do it with you if you want to do it. <laughs> that was incredible to see. I I totally remember that it it still blows my mind that you didn't like technically decide you were going to do it that morning, but you just started to feel good and you started to build that belief throughout the day. And you're just like, I've come this far, like, let's go. Cause usually like we talked about, it takes the decision. Like when you're wavering or you're like, there's a plan B, I could just quit. I could just go back, you know, to home. I'm not, I didn't set out to do this today. So it's pretty unbelievable you went to do it. And I remember seeing you do that. And I remember your wife told us like, Adam was in the bathtub after like groaning and moaning and just like, I need a burrito. And I got him a burrito. And like, I, I have that like visual in my head. So I, I relate to you so much and we can kind of transition into the one we did together. But well, actually, no, the next part of your story is is really cool doing it with the Iron Cowboy. But I remember it's too, like the night we finished, which we'll get there. But 
I was like, I'm not, I'm not, too, I never need to do that again. But now I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, never say never. You never know. Okay. So you do that first one by yourself, almost by accident, mid pandemic. Then where do you go from there? About two months later, I'm on Instagram and Iron Cowboy comes out and he says, you know, I'm starting another, uh, a mission or I forget what he called it. He, he said he set out to do a hundred Ironmans in a row. And at that point, as soon as I heard it, I started looking into it is, can people come? Can he, does he want supporters? What's he want here? You could sign up to to do it with him. And I'm like, all right, I'm signing up. Well, actually, you didn't have to sign up. You could just show up. But I, I signed up to uh, to drive the support vehicle for the bike portion on day 87. So I said, you know what? I'll, I'll drive the uh, support vehicle on day 87 and I'll do the full thing with him on 88. Yeah, time went on and he's doing this crazy stuff. And my mind's starting to change. I'm like, you know... He's doing he's doing a hundred in a row. I can do more than a hundred. I said I'm gonna on day eighty seven. I'm gonna do the swim. I'm gonna no 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 on day eighty seven. I'll I'll do the marathon with him, and then the next day I'll do. I'll, actually, what how did that? Okay, no. So I did the swim. I drove the support vehicle, and then I did the marathon on day eighty seven. Day eighty eight, I did the whole thing. So I did. Uh, I, he was walking you guys there. like think about that yeah, yeah that like most people are like running a marathon oh my gosh that's so huge adam is like okay this guy's literally this is the iron cowboy who did the 50 and 50 states he's now doing a hundred in a row one per day for a hundred days this time all in utah at the same kind of course but a hundred in a row and people can come out and do it with him adam's like i'm a swim i'll be the support vehicle for the bike and then I'll do the marathon with them. And then I'm gonna wake up the next day and do the full thing with them. Like it, these people, it's, that's why it's so important to have those mentors, those people who are doing things you want to do. Those people doing amazing things in the world because they stretch your vision. Like if James Lawrence, the iron cowboy wasn't doing this, Adam wouldn't have been like, shoot, I could do that. on back to back days. He'd be like, no way. Why would I ever do that? But once we know it's possible, it's like, oh, well, could it be possible for me? I don't know, but let's find out. So what was that experience like? That must have been amazing. The guy who inspired you to get into this, you're now like alongside of him. Yeah. The first like eight miles were amazing. And then I got blisters yeah. on my feet the first day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did the swim. I drove the vehicle and then I showed up for the marathon and we start walking and I'm eight miles in and my feet are already blistered and i'm like oh no this is not good so i finished that one that would that was probably harder than the whole next day finishing the first the first marathon um and during the first marathon i'm hearing i'm hearing the iron cowboy tell other people oh yeah tomorrow's gonna be the fastest ride we've done the whole campaign and i'm like oh oh baby this is this sounds like a good time Uh, and I start freaking out a little bit and I'm like, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to, I'm here, I'm doing it with them. So as soon as the marathon's over, go to Walgreens, get blister bandages and go rest my feet. I could not sleep that night thinking about everything that was going to come the next day. Wake up, I swim, get on the bike. The bike portion was good until about mile 90 
and the group pulls out in front of me and I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. <laughs> and I put my head down and I kept pedaling and another guy was also with me in that same boat. And I said, you know what, dude, we just got to keep going and hopefully they hit a light. We catch up and get back in the Peloton and that happened. And, I, and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs to the other guy. I'm like, this is why you don't quit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and we finished that bike and we start walking the marathon. And at that point, when we started the marathon, I knew that I was going to finish it. And it was brutal on my feet, but there was nothing stopping me. I, I knew I set out to do something and I, and I was going to finish it. And I had the motivation right there, right in front of me walking. And he's, he's been there for 87 days, 88 days. And I'm like, if he can do this, I can do it. So that was that one. That's incredible. <laughs> I love it because when you, you know, you're going to set out to do something bigger that, you know, a lot of people haven't done before. There's going to be those natural hurdles, roadblocks, things, blisters that get in your way that give you it. They're all like tests, right? It's all like opportunities to stop. It's like, all right, you just walked a marathon with this guy and you have blisters all over your feet. That gives people an out, right? That gives people an opportunity to be like, oh, I was going to do it, but you know, I got all blistered up and now I can't do it. That gives you an opportunity to stop or the group pulls away and you're behind. That gives an opportunity to be like, you know what? Maybe I wasn't meant to do this today. But like when you have, there's nothing stronger we keep coming back to than a decided heart. When you decide in your heart, the human heart, when it makes a decision is borderline unstoppable. I would almost say it is unstoppable and the blisters, nothing can get in the way. So that is incredible. So then I see you do this, your second Ironman with the Iron Cowboy, incredible experience. And I'm like, all right, Adam inspired me to do a 75 hard. I did it after he did it. And I was like, that was cool. I was like, I'm like a competitive person, right? Where I'm like, I need to be like training for something. I played football my whole life. So I was training for that. And now I don't play football. Like I don't have anything to train for. I just trained for life. And I was like, Ironman, huh? And I hate long distance. I don't like running long distance. I don't like any of that. I'm like a CrossFit football, quick sprint, burst speed. And I'm like an Ironman. Shoot. Well, Adam's doing it. Shoot. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. And then we, I had talked to Adam about this. I'm like, all right, Adam, I'm going to do one. I'm going to sign up for one in Switzerland uh, because Sandy and I had wanted to live there and it got delayed due to the pandemic. And then it kept getting delayed and we couldn't go. And all of a sudden, like, I'm like, shoot, I don't like I have this sanctioned event lined up where everything's done for you. You just show up and race, like, which is obviously the biggest part. But I realized I couldn't travel to Switzerland. And I'm like, dude, uh, I've been training for this. What do I do? And so Adam and I and our other buddy, Sean, get together and we're like, you know what? And Adam was like, obviously, he had done two already. And he's like, I'll do it with you. Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll do it with you. And we put our heads together and started to be like, let's make our own. Let's just do our own. We can leverage off of one locally in Oceanside, California. There's somewhat of a uh, trail map. And we'll kind of go down there and figure out our own. We'll make it a staycation. We'll bring our, our wives. We'll bring our family and friends out. And like, we'll make it this community experience. Let's do it. Uh, the mental logistics of that was a whole nother thing. But it gave us something. It gave me something to train for. It gave that like thing on the calendar, like I have to do this extraordinary physical feat on this day. 
And it's something you can't just show up like, oh, I'm gifted in this, this or that. I can, I can do this. When I started training, you guys, 2.4 miles of swimming. Like I, I grew up around the ocean. I can swim in the ocean. I body surf and surf and different things. I was, I started my first swim and I couldn't go like 200 meters, like a hundred meters without like stopping and being out of breath. And I'm like, oh, how am I going to swim 2.4 miles? Did you ever get that? Or did you just take it step by step? My swimming was a struggle for a little bit, but the more you get in the pool, the more that you start to adapt. And one big thing that helped me with the pool but, or swimming was one lesson. I got a lesson from the same coach and he just showed me form, how you need to be in the water. And I improved, my time improved like that, just from one lesson, just from knowing how it how what I need to do, how it feels. And and now swimming is my favorite sport of the three. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to share about our our swim too. That was a thrilling <laughs> one. But yeah, I remember getting in the pool and being like, how am I gonna do this? Cause the average swim probably time range, if you're super fast in the water in an Ironman distance, 2.4 miles, you're probably doing it in about an hour, give or take. If you're you know, moderate, it's maybe closer to a, an hour and a half. So hour, hour and a half range of just straight swimming, freestyle stroke. And at first I'm like, I'm exhausted, but I did the same thing. I got a swim coach or a lesson, a few of them, and I ironed it out. And all of a sudden, you guys know, anyone listening, you know, if you went out to run, if you're a runner and you're like, I could hold a 10 minute or a 12 minute or a nine minute or whatever pace for like a while, like it feels good. Once you find that pace, you're like, oh, I got this. And all of a sudden, yeah, the, the swim's the first thing and it becomes the easiest usually because it's the first thing, you're amped, you're ready, but you just find your, your pace and your stroke. That's the other thing you realize. Like I'm so used to going out and sprinting. This is not a go out and sprint. This is a like, you know, 12 to 15 hour day for, you know, amateur iron men such as ourselves. And so you're literally working out for that entire time you're exercising minus transitions and stuff. And so that is like, a huge physical feat. But what I realized is it's just as much mental. So like in going through the training, what did you take away from it? Obviously there's a game day, but what I took away from was like, it's it like anything, it's all about the journey. It's all the times I would go out and bike with you or with Sean or go in those early morning swims around the harbor at 6am when the sun is rising. We're going on those runs where it, I really wanted to stop but I had another five miles of my training. I had to keep going. And all those like little moments like added to that mental resolve, like that, that grit that lets you show up on game day and be like, all right, I'm gonna put this all together and do it. Like, what was the experience? Like, well, I guess, how do you think about like the training versus the actual game day? So for my first one, I did a very good job of training. I think it was more out of fear <laughs> of, completing and uh the second one a little less and then the third a little less i my ironman coach give gave me a program each time and you know your mental your your mental like your confidence starts to build and build and build the more you do which probably isn't a good thing physically but you know mentally you're like i know i can do it i've done it i don't need to do that much training but if you do do the training, you just complete it faster, which 
I would really like to do another one, train to the T how he says and see what my results will be, will be. And I will be doing that when I don't know, but I will be doing that. Um, but yeah, the train, train those, the training, the, the getting up in the morning and putting your shoes on or putting your swim pants on or whatever it is, getting up and doing it. I think just thinking about doing it is harder than actually just doing it. Some of those runs though mm-hmm. are long for the training and <laughs> you get into oh, yeah. it. Do I have to do it? And I just tell myself, you know, I'm already this far. I can do the rest. <laughs> yeah. I, it makes me think like the dream is really in the details. Like the actual day of the Ironman was very special for me and the whole experience was because we made it kind of this four day event and that's a part of the dream but the dream is really in the process it's in the journey it's in the details it's in the 5 a.m's it's in the i i want to stop but looking back i didn't i kept going like it really is because that's where like the character is built and then it all culminates on on race day on game day of course but the dream is really in the details which is the really cool part so yeah, we leading up like we had all sorts of barriers and like all sorts of reasons we could have like not done it. We had to literally map out our own course on a Friday in ocean in Southern California. It's like pretty busy. It's the summertime. Like there's so many things going on. And we were like, no, we're going to make this work. We're going to make it happen. And it ended up being I, it was an experience I wouldn't trade for the world. You know, we had parents there. We had dads there. We had wives there. We had family and friends there to come support us. We stayed at this amazing oceanfront resort hotel for four days, kind of mapping it out. Our coach flew in um, or, or my coach flew in. And it just ended up being an experience like this bonding experience like no other. And we had such a good support system. And Adam's right. Like all the physical training, you I will say you can't just I shouldn't say can't. It would be very tough to just walk out of your house and do an Ironman. It would take a very special athlete. So the fit you need to do a certain amount of physical training. But once your belief is there and your mental fortitude is there, that's that's really what it comes down to. The mental, the 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 grit and the fortitude that like I can, I will, I must do this. And then the amount of training shows up in your time, how fast you do it, or making sure you don't get injured or stuff like that. And it was just the most empowering experience and it oh my gosh it was an amazing day so let's actually go to on race day we get up we're going to start the swim at 6 a.m because we think this might take us 12 13 14 however many hours we're going to be finishing like at sunset we don't want to be racing in the dark so like you know we start 6 a.m oceanside harbor and we're swimming 2.4 miles it'll take us hour 20 or so and we're swimming and we're all like kind of right swimming with each other. Our our dads are paddle boarding uh, next to us to make sure we're, you know, we're all good, not getting hit by boats. And all of a sudden we pass this dock and there's like a dozen 400 pound sea lions on it. And we're like, oh, oh, and we, you know, we're, you're in the water. You're like, humans aren't meant for the water. That thing, <laughs> if it wants to, can take me out. And I remember I didn't see him like at one point. I remember hearing or looking back and Adam is like freaking out, kind of like taking his swim cap off. He's like, yo, what happened there? Didn't a sea lion swim under you? So uh, your dad and your father-in-law, your dad and Sandy's dad are on the paddle boards and they're out in front of me. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the third guy swimming and I hear the barking. And when I'm <laughs> swimming, I'm looking over and I, I'm right even with the dock. And – 
I keep swimming a couple more strokes, and then all of a sudden, five feet below me is a huge sea lion. And I put my head up, and I'm like, hey! <laughs> and and I can't. I remember uh, Sandy's dad just looks back like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "This is crazy." I'm like, "I just, I'm just swimming. If it, I can't stop, whatever's going to happen right now, so just keep." Swimming. Yeah, right. But we have to do, <laughs> and that's it. That. <laughs> that's it. Like, I can't, I can't do anything about this. But what I can do is just keep going. But that was a freaky kind of experience. It, it was almost surreal. It was like scary but thrilling at once because you're like, I'm so out of my element. There's literally nothing I can do if this sea lion wants to like really mess me up. Luckily, they were nice sea lions and they didn't. But they were playing with us. They would swim under us, and it was definitely really scary. But that was epic. And then I remember getting on the bike and just setting out like 112 miles. Now, this is going to take five to seven hours is probably the range from real fast to like moderate pace. And five to seven hours. And this isn't like a leisurely bike. This is like, you know, your legs are are going after it for that amount of time. 112 miles. I never biked really before starting the training. Like I went for leisurely bikes, but nothing over 10 miles, I wouldn't think. Um, something awesome that something awesome is the longest ride that you did prior to that day was only half of it or 60 yeah, with you only half and i'm yeah. like i was i'm not gonna lie i was curious how you were gonna do on the bike and you crushed it so yeah and it was awesome you know what too is if i were to go to switzerland and do this iron man i would have just been on my own I would have been racing. It would have been cool. There would have been fans there in Switzerland and, you know, Sandy would have been there. But Adam, Sean, and I decided let's do this together. So we swam together. We were all minutes apart. You can't be like perfect. We biked together. And my dad, you know, when people around you start to go for big goals and you're like, whoa, that person's reaching in their life. It inspires you to do the same and whatever, if that's business, if it's uh, fitness, if it's an Ironman, whatever it is. And so my dad was like, uh, he's 63. He's like, I'll bike the 112 with you. And I was like, dang, okay, dad, we might leave you in the dust, but you can try. And he was training for it a bit, not like crazy. And then he took a spill. He lives in Hawaii on his bike. And I, he was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this three weeks before he shows up. I'm racing. He's like, I can do this. I'm gonna do this with you. And he, he's a good biker, but Sandy's dad was going to do the same. He was going to do 56 miles. So half the distance with us. But then he saw us keep going and he saw us keep going and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do the whole thing. So Sandy's dad and my dad end up doing the whole bike with us. And then we get to the run, which I think is the hardest part. Like, because it's the last thing. Imagine going and you're working out for like eight to 10 hours and then you have to go run a marathon. Like that, that is something. And meanwhile, it is the most brutal on the joints and the legs and it feels the hardest because you're just like, running for you know however long a marathon takes you probably four or five hours on average and that was brutal and sandy's dad comes out and sees us he's like i'll do a a 10k with you guys which is like six miles and he's like i'll do i'll do 10 miles and we weren't all running at the same pace but pretty similar we weren't all necessarily huddled together and then he does 10 miles and he's like i'll do a half marathon and then he's like i'm too far i need to finish this but (laughs) at that point he was going a little slower than us he had 13 miles to go. The sun was set and he was going to finish in the dark. And we're like, dang. And he, he was just one of those, again, decided heart. He was like Adam's first time. He's like, 
I set out to do this. I'm not turning back. You guys are inspiring me. When am I ever going to do an iron distance triathlon? It's today. And he didn't do the swim with us. He paddleboard, but he did the bike. And then he finished the run at midnight. We went back out. I'm fast forwarding a little bit. And what's so amazing is he tried to break into the hotel pool to swim 2.4 miles that night because he's like, I know it's not official. It's all these different things, but I'm going to do the distance. And they wouldn't let him in because there's chemicals in the pool or whatever. They were cleaning it. So he made them promise he would show up at 5 a.m. the next morning and swim 2.4 miles. And he did in the pool. So we call him the accidental Iron Man because <laughs> he's, you know, Sandy's dad, 62 years old in great shape, but wasn't necessarily fully training, but saw us going for it. Great, phenomenal biker, but not much of a swimmer or runner. Saw us going for it and just did it. And that's what it goes to show like the human heart can really, when it's inspired, do amazing things. And just that whole day with you guys was absolutely incredible. Like best feeling in the world. And I had the same feeling like I'm never doing that again. But now fast forward two months, I'm like, ah, well, I don't know. I don't know. I could do that with Adam again. <laughs> I'm sure Sean would be down too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I love how we did it too. Cause we made it a bonding experience. Like our wives support us the whole way. And that's the other thing about, you know, iron distance tries is it's a lot of work. It's like a part-time job training for it where you're going out and you're putting 20 hours a week in of biking and running and swimming and like, Hey babe, I got to go for a four hour bike right now. Or I got to go for a four hour bike and a two hour run like block right now. And so you're taking kind of time away from your life, from your family. And it is a huge commitment, but it's something you realize what it builds. That character is so worth it. And so Adam, I've loved watching you because not only have you inspired me to go and do an Ironman, we get to, we ended up getting to do it together, but I think you don't even realize like the, the ripple effect you've had because you went from like I'll say unhealthy to healthy. And then you did the 75 hard program and you indirectly probably inspired hundreds, if not thousands of people to do it because then you inspired me, then you inspired other people. And then those people are inspiring people. So it's that like six degrees of separation. You've probably inspired, I would say thousands of people to do 75 hard. And now you're onto this next thing, this Ironman. And you've had friends I know since reach out to you like, Hey, I'd love to do a half. And then you just go like, you know what, I'll do it with you. And you've become the guy, like people just hit you up and you're like, I want to do some sort of triathlon. Will you do it with me? And you're just like, yes. Is that true or what? The triathlon, yes, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought he actually wanted to do a full and he, he was just not training and he said his knee was hurting and I'm like, dude, I know you want to do it, but let's dial it back a little bit. Let's do a half. And he was like, uh, I'm on board with that. So we, he basically did a half a couple weekends ago without training. And it was kind of, it was kind of awesome to watch. And I had a couple other people join and that had never done tries before. And I, I love watching people doing that, what trying hard things and doing their hard mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and move forward with it. it. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's been inspiring. And I, I see you, you know, having that ripple effect where people are now like, okay, what's this Ironman all about? I want to ask you a question. Who is an Ironman for? Is there like any specific type or can anyone do it? Or like if someone's like, okay, now I understand what an Ironman like, or even a just triathlon, like who is who is that for? Is it for anyone? Like empower us, like any of the listeners, like 
Can they do it? I believe if if anyone that even has a little interest or thinks they have a little interest, I believe they should try to do one. Um, one depends on their where they are in their journey of life. But for me, it was one thing that really helped me get into a healthy routine. I have something to train for. I, I have something to look forward to. It kind of keeps me moving. It, you know, it, this is what's keeping me on track as far as uh, working out and my health. Uh, you know, sometimes I slack off a little bit, but uh, that for me, that's what it is. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I just thought about that too, because I know you've, in, you've inspired a lot of people and I want to empower anyone too. Anyone can do it. And you start with a, a sprint triathlon that might be like an hour and a half of all this stuff, not. 12 hours of it and you can work your way up but it is inspiring because it puts a goal in your life it puts something to work towards and train for it puts something to be proud of in your life what would you say i know you kind of just highlighted it but what would you say this journey this process has done for you personally in your life what are the fruits of this kind of journey for you i mean it's 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 inspired it it's inspired me and other people to do it. And I I've realized people have gained interest in it. And one thing that I'm doing with it is I'm starting my own triathlon series called the, <laughs> the cowboy try. And, uh, Hell yeah. I, my first race, I'm setting it up to be in the spring. So there, there's so much that some, some people may try it and hate it. Other people will try it. And it's the new thing for them that that's going to help them just like it helps me stay on track with my health. Because some people don't get motivation from going to the gym or right. other different things. So for me, this is it. And and I think other people will jump on board with that and it'll help them out. And I like to watch people try new things, do their hard. So I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited for the cowboy try and we'll expand more on that. But what I've seen, like, because it's easier for me to see, right? It's easier for other people to see the growth. It's harder for us to self-reflect. Like I, the growth in Adam's like character, his just obviously his physical body from doing an Ironman, but in his mindset, in his personal development, in his character, like He's just, you look at him, he's like the type of guy where like, if he sets out to do something, he's going to do it. If he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. I've all, I've seen the growth in his health, but what's really cool too, what I was reflecting on, like, because we were there as, you know, families and our wives were there doing that Ironman, like seeing the pride of like Kaylin and, and of your family, like, and your in-laws and your friends and all of the, us around you, like there's such a level of pride in seeing someone declare they're going to do something going for it that most people aren't willing to do and then doing it. Like I've seen, it almost appears to me like probably your, your marriage has flourished, gotten stronger. And like you guys are growing together and, and your wife is so proud of you. Not that she wasn't before. Of course she was, but like, it just, I really saw and felt that, which was a really cool thing to see. And then for you to take all that, I mean, I guess, is that, would you say that's, Am I, am I on track there? Or am I totally off? That's you're right on. And I believe it comes from, from the community. Uh, I can't say what we're talking about, but <laughs> it, the community, it totally. is <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, a, it's community effort. 
no, you're you're spot on. I we me and my wife throughout the last two years have grown personally and together mindset wise tenfold. And I believe that has to do with being around different people, you know? It's getting mm-hmm. magnetic. <laughs> Like, yeah, getting magnetic. I love it. All right. So to wrap it up, I want to I wanna dive in a little more because we've talked about this offline. But what's so cool is Adam has started to realize he's like, dang, this has helped me so much. I think entrepreneurship or going to create anything in the world, creators, right? People who create things are like, I'm, I have a pain point or a problem or a solution for me and I'm going to solve it. But shoot, how many other people are feeling that? How many other people in the world would love to set a goal, would love to set a physical feat, would love to train for something, would love to push themselves mentally, physically. And he's like, I've been doing this and so many people have hit me up to be like, hey, I want to do a half iron with you. I want to do a full iron with you. I want to do a triathlon with you. He's like, I'm going to set this up and I'm going to start setting up triathlons for people and Ironman distance triathlons for people. And I was like, what are you going to call it? And he's like, the cowboy try. So he's literally creating an event the cowboy try. You said you're going to do it in spring of 2022. You're thinking. I know I won't. I won't nail you down on details, but is that the time frame? Yeah, that's my goal right now. Is first race to be spring, probably. The details aren't set in stone, but details aren't set. The, Paint the is- overall picture for me. Is it going to be like just a race, or is it going to be an event, or is it going to be like community based? Like, what do you think? Like, just you know, we won't hold you to it getting magnetic, yeah, but what what's be, your vision? <laughs> it'll be a full event. The the there's going to be options because I know everyone's at a different point in their life. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up to to people that just want to do the swim portion. They just want to do the bike. They just want to do a couple. They get to pick and choose what they want to do because I want people, I want it to be inclusive. I want people, I don't want people to go, Oh man, I don't want to do the swim. So I'm just not going to do any of it at all. I want, I want them to do whatever they think their heart is and get out there and get it done. And you know, that first step could turn into a major thing in their life. And that, that I want to help people change for the better. Dude. That is amazing. I feel like this is your, your, you know, calling and you're really stepping into that. And I think you've been, you know, endowed with this gift you didn't even know about and you've exercised it. And now you're creating this event and environment for people to do what you've done and, and like to get that same feeling and that feeling of growth and pride and all the different things. So I'm pumped for it. When the details come out, we will definitely share that on the podcast with the Getting Magnetic community. I'm definitely going to be involved. I know I got baby cam coming, so I might have baby cam in tow. And you're expecting to, we're expecting a week apart. You got you got Van Kakuska coming up in like four weeks from now from this recording, right? Yeah, maybe we should set out to do that. In spring, we'll be uh, doing a try. Not Probably not the swim Heck portion, yeah. but we'll be doing the bike and the and the uh, run with the uh, with the babies. With the babes. <laughs> I know. And that's a, that was a big part of actually it for me too. Like my why, why I was doing this is like, am I doing this for me? Yeah, but I, I'm doing this for my family too. Because if I can commit and do things like this, like I just, I can do hard things. Like I can, and, and I, that level of pride that your family has for you. And then like, I know if I can persevere through this 
I can persevere through anything. So I, you know, a big part when it was painful and everything, I would think about my, literally my unborn child and my wife and Sandy and my family and everything. And that like really pulls you through it. So I'm super excited for the cowboy try. I know it's going to be amazing. And we had a blast just throwing something together last minute in Oceanside, California for four days. I can't imagine with, you know, some more intentionality behind it. This is going to be a great community, great experience. People are going to break through barriers that they didn't even, you know, know they could. And I'm excited for it. Well, Adam, thank you for hanging out with me today. Thank you for inspiring me, not only to do 75 hard, but to do an Ironman and then doing it alongside me. And I'm excited to see, you know, how the Cowboy Try unfolds and be a part of that. And just thanks for being you. You got any, any final thoughts with, for the Getting Magnetic crew? Uh, no, but I think you know already, but you've been a big part of this whole journey too. You know, uh, I can't thank you enough, you and Sandy, for for being magnetic. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I received that. Well, we're blessed. It's, it's reciprocated right back at you and your wife, Kaylin. And until next time, thanks for hanging out, Adam. We'll catch you later. Thanks, Wade. See ya. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. <laughs>